It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks. All right. First off, uh, you sent detailed surveys to 36 public health units right across the province, and basically you've discovered that the Skin Cancer Prevention Act, it's not really working? That's correct. We sent surveys to 36 public health units and about half responded to our survey. And what we're finding is that even though the Skin Cancer Prevention Act is an important piece of legislation with significant potential to protect the health of Ontarians, especially youth, um, we really need to see regular inspection and strict enforcement to maximize the impact of this law. All right. And that is the big problem here, that it's just not being enforced, that we don't have uh, regular checkups on uh, a lot of these uh, tanning places? The health units are doing what they're legally required to do from what we can tell from the survey uh, responses, and that means that they're going out and inspecting when there's a complaint. The problem is that there's not a lot of complaints coming in, so what the health units have been doing in some cases is being more proactive and conducting uh, routine inspections rather than complaints-based inspections, or rather in addition to complaints-based inspections. All right. Why is the system based on complaints? Is that just to save some money that uh, we've got a uh, cash-strapped department and a government and that they just simply can't afford to be doing a random and regular inspections or checks? It is certainly more resource-intensive to do regular inspections. Um, So I've been impressed that the health units have been able to um, be proactive in that regard in some cases. I do suspect it's because this particular issue, um, skin cancer prevention and indoor tanning, hasn't seen a lot of resources um, thrown in its direction to prevent uh, indoor tanning. Yeah, Were you able to ascertain whether or not uh, indoor tanning places, are they taking these regulations seriously then if they know that it's just based on complaints? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, they're a business, they're driven by uh, profit, and is there a real impetus uh, for them uh, to, to make sure that these regulations are being followed? You know, we didn't survey the actual um, tanning facilities, so I'm not sure what their views are towards this. The most common type of infraction we saw based on the results of this research um, was regarding the lack of posting of warning signs. So that might point to the fact that there's a little bit of pushback um, with with sort of um, being uh, aligned with the requirements for this law. Yeah, do you know how this compares to smoking regulations and how those are enforced? Because I think that is maybe the most direct comparable because we're talking about uh, cancers here and we're also talking about an age uh, restriction and whether or not uh, this is the same thing that goes on in corner stores and convenience stores when it comes to smokes. Is, is that based on a, on a complaint system as well, do you know? To the best of my knowledge, the tobacco policy um, is not based on complaints. It's um, more proactive inspections. In addition, there are resources to do what they call secret shopper inspections, where they will send in um, someone to try to purchase tobacco products who's underage um, to see if the the store will sell them or not. And in the case of indoor tanning, uh, as far as we can see from our results, that's not taking place. Would that be one of the recommendations coming out of uh, your research and your survey here is for the government then to get a little more proactive and treat to tanning and tanning beds and tanning salons similar to, uh, again, convenience? stores or corner stores when it comes to cigarettes? Yeah, I think two of the key implications of the results are that we need more resources to from the provincial government to the public health units to be able to strictly enforce um, this law. And similarly, we need an amendment to the legislation that would allow for and help to support these more routine proactive inspections in addition to continuing with the complaints-based inspections. All right, and uh, give us a little background, if you can, or a refresher on why this is uh, so important and why the uh, ban or the restrictions uh, were first uh, implemented and needed when it comes to uh, minors and uh, their use of tanning beds. 
artificial UV radiation from uh, indoor tanning beds and other indoor tanning devices is a known human carcinogen. It's in the same risk category as tobacco cigarettes and asbestos. Um, and the World Health Organization recommends that youth avoid indoor tanning altogether. Um, so governments around the world, including here in Ontario, responded by putting into place the Skin Cancer Prevention Act and other similar types of legislation. Um, and the main reason uh, indoor tanning is so dangerous um, to our health is because it increases the risk of skin cancer, including melanoma skin cancer, which is the most dangerous type of skin cancer. In addition, there are a number of risks to the health uh, of one's eyes. Yeah, can I ask you, uh, because I think some people listening to this might say, well, I hear all the time that I need more vitamin D, and of course one of the main uh, components and one of the main ways we get vitamin D is through sunlight. And you look at a day like today, the last couple of days in our region where it's been gray and cloudy and we've come through a long, hard winter, is there any sort of benefit from getting some uh, UV rays and some vitamin D, as it were, from a, a tanning bed? Vitamin D is important to human health. Um, but my understanding of uh, what all the major medical organizations uh, indicate, it's that it's much safer to get vitamin D um, from food or from supplements rather than from indoor tanning. All right, just uh, finally, uh, where does this survey, certainly an eye-opening one, uh, where does it uh, go from here? Has this been forwarded uh, to the government? Are we looking for comment from them, uh, from the health, uh, health department? Um, my understanding is that some other reporters have reached out for the ministry for comment, um, but we haven't heard anything formal from them yet. But you would urge them, obviously, to take this seriously and that some action is required? Absolutely, yes. All right, we will uh, leave it there. Uh, Dr. McCorder, thank you so much uh, for the time. Really appreciate you joining us this afternoon. Thanks so much, Jeff.